This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, December 21st, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. He opposed communists and helped secure a lasting victory for the Czech people. Václav Havel led the Velvet Revolution and served as the Czech Republic's first president. Havel died over the weekend at the age of 75. Marian Tupi is a former policy analyst at the Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity at the Cato Institute. He comments. Havel was really the leader uh, of, the, uh, of the opposition movement in uh, Czechoslovakia uh, during, uh, during, the, during the communist era. Uh, in 1976, uh, he wrote this uh, memorandum called Charter 77, which was then published in 1977 when, uh, when Cato, incidentally, was, uh, was established. And uh, Charter 77 was really a document which attacked uh, the communist authorities for compromising human rights, for uh, it, it attacked them for compromising civil liberties. And when why yeah. should anyone have listened to him in 1977? I mean, well, that's the point: is that 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 there were very few people who had the courage to speak out against. Uh, the communists back then communists uh, communist regime was quite strong and uh, as a consequence of this uh, charter 77 uh, he was of course uh, immediately uh, taken to prison and uh, in, in prison for a number of years as a result of uh, this courage that he had shown in uh, opposing communists uh, already back in the 70s he became something of a leader of this of this opposition movement uh, in Czechoslovakia, and so when the events of uh, November 1989 happened, uh, which is to say, when uh, the people took to the streets, um, they had a natural leader in Havel, somebody that uh, everyone who opposed communism could uh, rally around. And uh, it provided also the communist regime with an interlocutor, um, somebody they could talk to and negotiate with an orderly um, transition of power. So instead of wasting valuable time and energy uh, trying to figure out who was going to be the, uh, the, new, uh, the new power elite, um, Havel was the obvious choice uh, for both the opposition and both, and, and also for the communists to talk to. Um, now, in retrospect, we know that uh, the communist, we know that communist regime was um, rotten from within. We know that um, the communists really didn't have much of a uh, much of an intention to fight. Uh, in order to remain in power. But the people who took to the streets in November 1989, Havel at their head, uh, could not know that. Could not know that. Uh, they, um, uh, Havel showed an extraordinary level of personal courage, I think, uh, by becoming uh, the leader of this movement and, uh, and, and really um, going out among the people and speaking out um, every evening um, and really urging the communists to relinquish power. Uh, he could have been just as easily arrested, uh, tried for treason and executed. Um, so in retrospect, uh, I think his courage uh, shines through even more.
a lot of people have uh, have tried to make a great deal out of the fact that uh, Havel became something of a uh, of a critic of the economic reforms that took place in Czechoslovakia in particular, but in ex-communist countries in uh, general. Um, I think that there is no doubt that Havel looked at uh, uh, economic reforms uh, in Czechoslovakia from a much more gradualist perspective rather than a big bang or shock therapy uh, perspective. Um, But he was not a socialist. Uh, Havel understood that Czechoslovakia in the long run will have to be a capitalist country, will have to open borders to foreign trade and competition, and um, uh, will have to become a a market economy. Um, He understood that, and he had a keen appreciation for private property, which is uh, what what a lot of people do not uh, uh, understand. Uh, Havel was born into an immensely wealthy family uh, in the 1930s, in 1936 to be precise. And uh, when the communists took over in 1948, uh, they essentially uh, dispossessed him and his family. They took away virtually everything. And uh, so Havel understood the injustice of uh, of uh, nationalization and uh, wealth redistribution. And so he, he was in favor of private property. His, his attitude to economic reforms was perhaps more gradualist. But a lot of people f- were in the same boat. I mean, Joseph Stiglitz, uh, a Nobel Prize in Economist, very famously. In retrospect, we know that uh, uh, far-reaching and speedy economic reforms have produced uh, better outcomes than more gradualist reforms. Countries that have opted for Big Bang or shock therapy uh, reforms um, not only ended up with very respectable growth rates, but they also ended up with less unequal and more democratic uh, institutions, less unequal societies and more democratic um, institutions. And so, um, you know, Havel would probably be described best as somebody who was perhaps something of a social democrat, but with a very, very strong um, sense uh, and uh, appreciation for civil liberties, uh, freedom of speech, and uh, many of the good things that, that libertarians believe in. Marian Tupi is a former policy analyst at the Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity at the Cato Institute. You can read more on the struggle for freedom in Europe and beyond at our website, cato.org.